0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief, Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about therapy, cat therapy, because there's something about cats that is so therapeutic and they can even be awfully good substitutes for human therapists. Let's start with a story from Leslie Schneider. Who tells us about her cat, Frank, a quiet little cat who was remarkably effective as a family member? Frank had his routines, and one of them was breakfast. He was very excited about breakfast every morning, accompanying Leslie and her husband into the kitchen in the morning and chattering away as they went. Frank loved Leslie's whole family, especially her sister, Allison. She and Leslie had a chaotic childhood, and the way that Allison dealt with that was through an eating disorder. Not eating gave Allison a feeling of control over her life, which eventually made her very ill. Allison knew she had a problem and she called Leslie to say that she was ill and that their mother wouldn't come because she couldn't leave her cat. So a few weeks later, Leslie and her husband went to help Allison. They stayed with her for two weeks, and although she tried to eat, it was clear that she needed professional help. Finally, Allison went into therapy and she went to stay with Leslie. And that's when Frank the cat stepped in and through his cat language made it clear that he wanted Allison to have breakfast with him. And not only did he suggest it, he provided it leaving a mouse for Allison. She found it outside the guest room door that morning, lying there like a gift. Leslie says, I had heard of cats doing things like that, taking offerings to people they liked, but Frank had never done that for anyone. Not in all his many years, not once. But in the case of Allison, who desperately needed to eat, Frank the cat somehow knew this was someone who needed a good breakfast, hence the mouse. Allison recovered from her eating disorder after that and is a much happier person now. And Leslie says, I like to think that Frank helped her on the road by pointing out that sometimes the very first step to happiness is as simple as eating breakfast with a good friend. So that little cat Frank knew how to focus Allison on eating. And Constance Gilbert shares another story with us about a therapy cat, a very fierce cat who secretly wanted to be a big help to a human. She tells us about Olivia, who ruled the cul-de-sac that Constance lived on. Everyone knew this cat, Olivia, and everyone warned their guests to steer clear of her because she would bite and scratch. Constance says her owner family did not interact with her except to keep her water bowl filled and to feed her. I asked why they kept such an unfriendly cat, and the answer was simple. You don't get rid of someone because he or she develops a negative personality. You just continue to love him. Well, a few months later, Constance suddenly became homeless. Olivia, the cat's family, took her in late one Sunday night, and the following weekend, they left for a vacation. Constance stayed on, and her job was to keep the water bowl full and to give Olivia one scoop of food when she sat in front of the pantry door where it was stored. She was not a cat person, and she had no intention of having any further interaction with the cat Nothing besides putting out the food and water. That first night in charge of the cat, Constance witnessed a different side of Olivia. The cat padded from bedroom to bedroom, from bed to bed, as she searched for her family. She did care about them. And then she tried to hang out with Constance. But Constance shooed her away, still thinking about the cat's fierce reputation. Nevertheless, the next morning, she woke up to find Olivia's face right in front of hers. The cat jumped off the bed and ran when she was discovered. After that, Olivia always slept next to Constance, arriving after she fell asleep and leaving before she woke up. Officially, she continued to ignore the house guest's existence, but Constance was depressed and Olivia sensed that and became more attentive. She was always there offering herself as a companion. Constance moved into an apartment after a few months and was grateful for the unconditional love that had surrounded her from that cat when she was so fragile. We started that story with a quote from A.D. Williams who said, when I look into the eyes of an animal, I do not see an animal. I see a living being. I see a friend. I feel a soul. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories about remarkable pets from Chicken Soup for the Soul, my clever, curious, caring cat. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. And you'll find it wherever books are sold, including Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Walmart, and Amazon. If you'd like to share your own story with our readers, click on Submit Your Story on our website you'll see the topics that we're working on, you'll see our writing guidelines, and you'll also find the form that you fill in to submit your story for consideration. We're always working on several topics and you might find one that fits a story you've always wanted to tell. Come back for our next episode for two stories that will show you why you should treat your dog like a human at times, as if you don't already, right?